Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. We've done it. We've sure hope so. The record. We are now on record. If we ever try to talk about lore again, this could be used against us. Yeah. Or for us. It's really a records could go either way. <laughs> They're just they could. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. <laughs> we are your host. This is Red Leader, Taylor B. And with me as always, Lady Lucida. How are you doing this week, Lizzie? Doing good, doing good. Uh happy, I guess. It was 4th of July last week, or well, this week, um, mm-hmm. and my birthday, which I didn't, not, not, like, nothing really, like, I didn't do anything too, too fancy, just, I'd work. Can't wait, I mean, I could have taken, I could have taken the day off, but I was like, yeah, you know what, I took, I took Monday <laughs> off, uh, oh, Monday's a holiday, you don't get a choice. It is, you have that day off whether you want to, want to or not. So you've walked into a day off with the cabal. <laughs> Whether we wanted it or not, you've stepped into a day off with the cabal on Mars. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it sounds like what's going on in Zavala's life, or Saladin's, depending on depending on who you ship. Yes, that's great. <laughs> oh man, uh, I can dig it. I can dig. It. Well, that's awesome. Happy, happy belated, and then we give you a happy pre and on birthday but happy belated birthday too and remember guys you can you can send her in all caps a very loud text message from the spinfoil theory podcast whenever you want i've extended permission so that it becomes my fault you're loud i promise (laughs) Um, (laughs) this week we're back on our destiny train i tell you what though i am still from last week space games I have been wanting to play just like all the space games. Just all the space I, games. Yeah, no, that's yeah. definitely a mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been having I've been having all the space fun. <laughs> Outside of space wizardry, of course. Uh yeah, for sure, for sure. The usual, the usual amount of spacery. Um but uh so I've been still been playing a lot of star citizen. Ooh. ooh. If anyone else is interested, it's still free to play until the 14th. So you got like, I think when this comes out, two to three more days, depending on where you are in the calendar. But anyway, this week, we are going to sort of close out on this season, this um, season of The Haunted, and... We're going to talk about the severance missions and we're going to kind of just close out the story because I think I think the principal story for this season is done. What about you, Lucy? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the story I think the story is done. I mean, we you know, we hoped that we did therapy session sever for Crow, Zavala Mm -hmm. and Keitel, which then culminated Mm -hmm. in the end mission. So, like, uh, I mean, we attempted to stop Callus, but it looks like he's he's part of the the darkness or whatever now. I don't know. I think I think he's replaced. 
Skolas is the most successful villain. Really? I mean, yeah. Skolas, and hear me out, everyone. I don't mean like in their own thing. I mean verse Guardian, verse the soul system. Skolas was the most successful. He actually united the houses. He like, he was changing time. (laughs) Like (laughs) when, when, when uh, we intervened and, you know, he opened, he opened a portal from a future that was dependent on his current success. So like technically he had succeeded there for that little window before we, uh, we stopped him in the thing. But uh, like everyone else, everyone else, if you think about it, well, Gaul's probably up there too. Gaul's a solid number two in the traditional the traditional thing because he did take over the uh the last city Ooh, you know he actually well his goals yeah i guess they both kind of achieved their goals maybe that's like a tie because he he took over he took over basically control of the traveler and made himself a light bearer it, he missed the part where he needs the ghost though i feel yeah. like that's his biggest flaw if he had just gotten the ghost he'd have done it uh, I think, you know, in some ways, uh, Savathun's up there too. I think Savathun definitely, uh, she might be, it might be a three way traditional tie. Now that, cause you know, it used to be, you would say, you would say Skolas and then I guess Gaul came in the picture, but we didn't have, uh, we didn't have Savathun in the picture to Witch Queen. And now you have, um, Callus like pretty much winning like his plan worked I think Lucy I I I feel like though the more the more I think about it the more it's a little do you, I I think like there's this Part of me that thinks maybe Callus is kind of like just taking disciplehood, like he wasn't meant to get on that ship. That's he, why he, he wasn't, wasn't given meant, his own pyramid. He wasn't ship. meant to get on that train, but he's running after it. The train's left the station. Callus is just <laughs> running after that train. <laughs> he got on. He got he he's all holding on to the caboose like railing. He's 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 climbing tooth and nail to get on that train. I I feel like yeah I feel like if if being a disciple of the witness is a party Callus wasn't actually invited. He just but snuck enough in. people who yeah enough people who were invited told him about the party <laughs> so he showed up. <laughs> just kind of invited himself. Yes. Cause I can't. Doesn't it seem weird that he's going after the one in the moon and he extended himself into that. As opposed to, I feel like, I mean, maybe you do have to, like, ascend into into a ship. Because I guess we don't really know how Rolk got his pyramid. True. I feel like, yeah. I feel like those are, like, the only two pyramids we've gone in. Unless you count the ziggurat. But even then, that's only, like, one more. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because it's like he uh he had Yeah, you know, he's definitely 
he's definitely been going for it. I think we when we covered uh, the derelict Leviathan and duality we, we talk, too. Yeah, and and duality. Um, that that he was. Th- we definitely know that was his plan, and he succeeded in his plan. So anyway, back. Enough with my rambling. Back to round off that thought. He he really does seem to be like, in spite of every literally everyone in the game, <laughs> Callus. It, it like no one is really for Callus. They're either like expressly against them, like kind of working for him out of out of uh, convenience or out of greed, mm-hmm. or they're like bound to him. Like I feel like all the loyalists are like at this point, uh, the ones that finally left. I think up until that point, they were just all kind of like duty bound, being total cabal about it. Like they probably didn't actually want to be there. They just thought it was wrong. He tried to overthrow the emperor. Hey, yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, Callus is super duper successful, and I I love it. I love his character. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. His uh his character has kind of changed mm-hmm. since arrivals. I think that was his character, his evil character. I wouldn't say evil. He's already he's always been evil, but I mean like desperate. Maybe. I could see that. I could see desperate. Definitely. uh, What's the word? Like more panicked. Yeah. Feeling like, yeah. Because whatever, whatever happened to him when he hit the edge of the universe that kind of left him. I feel like he's stuck halfway is like whatever's going on with him where he has to like inhabit stuff. He's like halfway between this and the ascendant plane. Mm, yeah. He's like a failed attempt to get there. And so he just kind of like ethereally inhabits stuff and then like, oh shit, you can inhabit this fungus. And then control people with the fungus. I think they even I think even one of the triumphs makes makes reference to it, but it's it's kinda of like Katie Dids. Or no not not Katie Dids. Those are cordyceps. Katie Dids are like a little grasshopper like thing. Huh. <laughs> Cordyceps are the are the fungus. Um so it's like different a different um it's what it's what Last of Us is based off of. It's like oh. what if there was a cordyceps that infected people? And, Sounds horrifying. Um, it it will yeah, yeah well yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a it's a scary one. Uh because if like if any of it gets you and it's airborne too because the spores. Um but it's a it's a it's a real life thing. There's there's just not people aren't affected by it. It's a, typically like ants or like there. I think there's a kind for like termites too. But it's like specific. The cordycept uh, the the mushroom evolves into like to to go after a specific uh, species, and they release their uh, their spores into the air. They infect the um, the the insect's brain, and it like also grows in there so it like it infects it grows and then like this thing that can't control itself anymore goes back to its hive and just releases more spores 
And so they'll, uh, if the hive like realizes that uh, one of them is infected by this, they'll send like a crew to just like take it off somewhere and just die with it. Like it won't even come back. It's wild. It's wild. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what Callus has done to his. I mean, thankfully he did it to like mindless clones. Uh, air quotes, I say, because I, I've just I've been rewatching Clone Wars <laughs> from Star Wars. So <laughs> I definitely, uh, I definitely hope they're actually they're actually uh, mindless automatons. But yeah, it's 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 ooh. He like got into the fungus and he sent it over and just like took his ship. It was like, oh yeah, can I wonder if he like asked the witness for a ship after after whatever happened on the Glycon was done and he he kind of like went through to the other side and he was just like, yeah. So how about how about one of them pyramid ships? And uh, and the witness is like, yeah, you know, like uh, the fleet's kind of busy. It's not a free one, but when I get a free one, I will find one. And then he's just like, oh, what? But there's one. There's one. Uh, there's one right over there. Don't you know what? I'm I'm gonna go to it. Don't don't you worry. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'll take care of this. Oh man. Although it it's so wild to me how much, because I think you're right at that turning point. From the time the Leviathan left, like, I don't think it was a whole year, was it? Uh, it, it changed so dramatically. Did I lose you? Oh, shoot. My mic was muted. I'm so sorry. I've been talking <laughs> this whole time. Oh, I... no. No, nah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I was just mainly agreeing the... with you. I was just agreeing with you. I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of scary. No, thanks. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, think, and... I, I do think it's funny. Like, we've had this pyramid sitting on the moon for who knows how long. And, I mean, like, looking at Rolk, does that mean every pyramid has a disciple? Or, like... Can I'm... I submit a theory? Okay, okay. Can I submit a theory? Yeah, go for I don't, it. That pyramid either belonged to or was meant for Crota. Mmm. Yeah. I say this because, one, Crota's throne world is also deep in the moon. I feel like they were neighbors on purpose. For, for what's going to become a reason. I say that because Crota's daughter and Hash the Red Hive, yeah, Hashladoon, were worshiping the thing. They were going to make moves on it. Yeah. And like not not in like a, an enemy to it kind, kind of way. Um, they were, you know, summoning and also using the nightmares in the same way that Callus has this past season. They were like the OGs with that in Shadowkeep. I do think it's funny so, that this season feels like Shadowkeep the season. A little bit. It's kind of funny because like the Guardian and Eris have already gone through this whole dealing with our nightmares. So we're like, we're like the veterans and Zavala and Crow and Kytla are like the newbies. We're like, okay, this is a nightmare. Pew, 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 pew. Case closed. <laughs> You have to kill it. With guns. <laughs> or punches. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. 
I really feel like our nightmare should be something we can't kill with violence since all our nightmares are of things we've killed with violence. Hmm. Very true. I do like, though, that they didn't technically give the Guardian a nightmare because it's very hard to, like, contextualize that. Because what? Do you do Cade? Then think about all of the New Lights who don't know who Cade is. That's not fair to them. Okay, you could do, um, I don't know, uh, Nivota. Again, new, veteran guardians are just going to be like, ah, this, this doesn't affect me. So, like, and they can't, I, I think it's smart that Bungie purposefully did not give guardians, or the guardian, a particular nightmare that players who, like, you know, write headcanons, or, like, have their own story for their guardian, they can still, like, weave this whole nightmare thing into, like, oh, like, my guardian's nightmare might be this. My guardian's nightmare might be that. Or whatever. Well, you can have more than one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. you don't, it's not, like, it's not forcing a specific narrative. That's, that's fair. I I will say, though, if there was one, I think it was Callus. You think it's Cal? I I well, if if there was like an air quotes one, okay. Um, just because and 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 hear me out, guys. I think I've I've made this a uh, couple three episodes ago or something like that. But the idea here being that one Callus uh, kind of like creeps on us all throughout the uh, the the Derelict Leviathan, like the other nightmares do everyone else. His voice is there in the background when you pick up random beacons. His servants are there talking to you. Um, when, similarly, other people can interact with Callus while he's interacting with you. Like, Crow gets shut the fuck down. Yeah, for in sure, the first for sure. Week. Like, yeah. And so, I think that especially for... I guess if you were too new of a light, this might not count. So I'll put that out there. I will put that out there right now. So, um, but if there were one, especially if you were a guardian who played any of the seasons with Callus before, or even as recently as the Glycon, well, maybe the Glycon wouldn't count because you kind of come in after. Yeah. Up and up until up until the Glycon, like anytime you saw Callus last, I I would think like you know you you did some you your actions interacted yeah in, yeah. Because of guardians, in our, because of those guardians who did decide to help Callus, Callus is now. Mm-hmm. Would you say he's a disciple? Not a disciple. I think at this point, now that he's now that his consciousness is on that ship, and uh, it's been kind of confirmed that we were too late. Yeah. Or okay. That we uh, we weren't able to do it. We weren't able I, to stop I him. Think... Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't and... sure if we wanted to say disciple or. Something else. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. I think he's finally properly ascended. Is what's happened. He's like I've had enough. Well, I I, I kind of agree with what Eris was saying. Whatever Callus was is gone. Yeah. So whenever we see him again, and I, you know, I kind of I kind of like that it was Shadow Callus is who the final boss was. Oh yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, oh. Like that okay. really was his true form. I think that's confirmed now. I guess. Yeah. 
he's in that halfway place between yeah holy shit that's cool that's I've a never... d1 that's a d1 that's a like a, an old d1 theory that's crazy oh man and if you think about it that that explains that fully explains the mechanics of the fight because you actually go into uh that that room of the ship we confirm it's a room of the ship now and you disrupt his control over the automaton. Mm, it all makes sense. So that you can kick his ass. It so. all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that when I saw it. I was just like, oh, hey, Shadow Callus. That's a cool guy. I think I have the uh, the ghost ornament for that. He was just like constantly screaming. Yes, I love that. <laughs> ooh, ooh! You, so you know the Hive Room Ghost? Of course. You mean the one that Put, you got for uh, mm-hmm, for Witch Queen for yeah. pre-ordering? Yeah. Um, put the Crown of Sorrows. Yes, the Demon Baby, it. Demon Baby. Yeah, I love Demon Baby. Sorry, Bear. <laughs> I call him Demon Baby. These Just, are these are all acceptable names. Well, because like. Back when Crown of Sorrow first came out, like mm-hmm. day one, I was doing it with my homies, and I just called the the the, the, the little Galron Susception. I just called it Demon Baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, watch out for the Demon Baby, guys. He's gonna he's gonna stab you in the toes. He's gonna cut off your legs, because <laughs> he would like jump at you and like slash at mm-hmm. you. And I'm like, eh. gotta stay. All he has is a diaper, the crown, and, and some knives. cleavers. Yeah. yeah, he does have hive runes on his ankles. His little, I and think he has sandals on. No, he does not have sandals. He I has. Think he should have sandals. That should be canon now. That should be okay. okay. Just, just, just go add. So I'll just, <laughs> just go import his three D model. Sure. Add little sandals to it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Now he has sandals. Gonna be slips. Gonna be slips. Yes. <laughs> no thongs. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. What you were saying? I forgot what I was saying. My brain's empty. Oh, no. no, it's fine. Basically, just that um, the demon baby, Galaron's mm-hmm. deception. It has hive runes on its little ankle bracelets, and mm-hmm. I'll have you know, getting screenshots of that was so hard. And I did it <laughs> back when God of Sorrows came out, and my screenshots are gone, so I don't have screenshots of it. But guess what? Demon Baby's back in the duality dungeon. So I had to somehow get screenshots of it again. So I cry. <laughs> I'm just like, guys, I'ma just stay here. You guys do damage. I'ma just look at his ankles. Oh, oh get, with get the... someone to be to be a super titan and stand in their fire. And so, like, he can't kill them. Mm. Oh, yeah, that would let work. Him wallop them, and while just you like zoom in or something. zoom in with a sniper. Yeah, I've thought about that. I know. I think there's the Destiny Model Rips server. Huge shout out to them. They're like Giga Chads. Nice. Um, I think they might have the model for Demon Baby. I think oh, so. That's pretty cool. So I might look at that and just use that for now, mm-hmm. and as like a placeholder, like saying, "Hey, this is what it." I'm 75% sure it's this, but I'm awaiting confirmation. I have to do the duality dungeon 10 bajillion times and cry. 
I hate that dungeon. <laughs> mechanics wise, I just don't like the mechanics of it. the swapping and the. It's because so many things can hit the bell and screw it up. Like mm-hmm. the explosion of the bell keepers can count. Lots of things can count. A stray grenade can count. And it's just like, ah. It's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. But I digress. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious to see what happens next because we have Callus with the moon pyramid. Mm-hmm. There's, okay, how, how many pyramids do we got in the system, right? We got, we got the one on the moon. Mm-hmm. We got the one in Savathun Stone World. Is there any others that I'm missing? Hmm. Uh, the one well, on I mean, Europa. Have, Remember? Well, I mean, we have the ziggurat. Well, I don't count the ziggurat. I don't count the ziggurat. I mean the pyramids. Like the actual P- darkness Dorito pyramids. Yeah, we got three. Yeah. We got three. One's rolled. Well, three that we can, three that we can like visit. Okay. Three. Yes, that's what I meant. Three that we can go, where, not go well, to, I'm but like for the listeners. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be that actually guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. I'm just saying because like we have Rolk's pyramid. We have, I guess, would you say the moon pyramids is Callus's now? Yeah, Callus. And wasn't one of the visions from Kaito that Aramis will? Breakout? Um. Yeah? I want to say, yeah. Yeah, she said, you said the ship stealer is free. Mm-hmm. And Aramis's title is the ship stealer. So I'm like, hmm. I like it. I'm just saying, like, hmm. Something, something's happening. What do you think next season's going to be? I have no idea. Ooh. Next season? I I've seen a lot of people say Rasputin. I don't know if it's going to be Rasputin, but I do think it's... If not next season, the season after is going to be going to be really involved in the Drifter. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about that like that end voice line. Mm-hmm. Where Arison kind of talks to Drifter yeah. about... His nightmares. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people are. It's causing a lot of people to. Uh, to what's what's the word here? What's the phrase? They are shipping they them. They are well. Yeah, but it's like some people are like even changing their shipping lanes. Ah. Because of that now, like some people who were maybe a little on the fence before are now like, oh no, it it them. You're like, oh no, they're a thing. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if if they are, I mean, like, I think that makes sense to me personally because, like, they've in they started in like arrivals, mm-hmm. and they they've they've interacted and they've become closer and closer. So I mean, like, it's a natural progression. It makes sense to me. I don't I'm, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind it. it either. I mean, Eris is crazy. Well, I wouldn't say crazy, but you know, she's got the high eyes, little little. Little wackadoo. And we got Drifter, I get, who is also get, wackadoo. So I just think yeah. it's great. I think it's I think it's great. I love it. I I get a little worried because uh sometimes with um with characters, I feel like Bungie has done stuff to make 
just because it's a pool of writers and this isn't this isn't like a, a fuck up on anyone's part not even like the people who are in charge of the the story bible or any of the writers or anything like that it's just something that's going to happen when you have a lot of people creating a universe so happens in comics all the time for the same reasons and that's okay it's just uh it's just part of the storytelling that uh and you know like i kind of like it too because it's different different takes on things but sometimes i think in the past like there was uh oh there was kate ikora and i think now for a little while there there was also like a a zavala ikora uh uh some theories that they've they've said they've since been especially the uh the Kate Ikora one, I think the one writer had like come out and said like, no, I didn't write that with any romantic intention. Designs, like, yeah, yeah, like it's. Like, I guess it's kind of hard because like I guess because like the writer's intention can kind of get mm-hmm. skewed get away from them. Get yeah. skewed a little bit. Well, and and it can get changed down the line, right? Because a new writer might come in and use change that writing's intention for their new future purpose. True, true. And well, because it's a living, it's a living character. Like again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the nature, the nature of the game. It happens all the time, uh, in in other mediums. Um, and as we go on, I'm I'm interested to see how they'll handle it in uh in the uh, the sort of cinematic universe. Mm, yeah. Uh, for comics, but uh, anyway, anyway. So, all I'll say is, it's really. I think it's cute. I think it's a really a really good one because I I just yeah, they're both they're both uh they've both had some hard pasts. And if they could if if they end up being like a support structure for each other in in that kind of way in the relationship, I am so here for it. So here for it. Um but yeah. Uh, yeah, so, do you want to talk about, I guess, since we've beat, beat around the bush enough, do you want to actually talk about the radio message? Or... Yeah, I mean, okay. we can, Take we can away. talk about it. I don't, uh, I just thought it was very heartfelt, and it was, I guess, us seeing a different, a diff- kind of a different side of Eris, because we know she kind of puts up these walls, and she's been through mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. And it's kind of interesting to hear this message to Drifter. That's her kind of, you know, kind of being a lot more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, I just, and I'm also curious, Drifter's doing something out in the reef. Hmm. Um. What do you what think? What do you think he's doing out in the reef? I actually kind of think he could be he could be cleaning up or doing stuff with spider hmm yeah i mean like last we heard drifter and spider were conspirating mhm so it that's possible yeah they uh cuz what is it um mara wants uh, spider's head on a pike mhm she wants him dead d e a d dead I mean, if I were her, I'd want him dead, too. I mean, I want him dead. I'm not Mars, so I don't like Spider. I guess he's a necessary evil, but, I mean, he has his uses, and once he is no longer of use, 
I say we give him tomorrow. <laughs> as horrible as that sounds, I'm just like, yeah, damn. I don't like Spider. He basically had crow in slavery. He did. He had his gog a bomb attached to Glint and said, if you don't do what I say, I'm killing your ghost. Like, that's that's pretty fucked up. Like, I've, I've, I've never I've never liked Spider. I've never liked him. He always... I like him as a villain. I don't like him as a person. Yeah, I, I hope, mean, I, I hope, guess I guess I that's... That yeah. I guess that's fair. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I just don't like him. He's... I won't say he's, like, cartoon. He's just evil because he can and that's just the radioactive spider bit the kingpin instead of peter parker evidently but no he's just <laughs> like I, I don't know how to i don't know how to describe it but like spider just makes me mad he just makes me really mad because like he's unnecessarily cruel and mean and it just you don't have to be mean you don't have to i know and i know I know that's me being naive and stupid, but I just, I just want, why, why, just, why? I just want to know why. If there's, like, a reason for Spider being an asshole, then sure, okay. I guess, but that still doesn't justify what he's done. I think him putting the bomb on Glint is a little much. Mm. A little much. Like, that's, there was, there is a line, and he has crossed it. (laughs) <laughs> an habitual line stepper if you will <laughs> yes it is definitely it's it definitely his thing i um i think it fits someone who's trying so hard to uh to matter and still seem uh yeah and still and still exist around so many like paracausal beings if that makes sense like I think it. I think at the end of that story too, it turned out it like Glint would have just been like, "Oh yeah, no, I would just like phased out and was like, yeah, that's stupid." <laughs> like, I'm a fucking. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we don't know. Ghost. Um, no, I, I want to say I want to say they said something about it, but uh, but uh, and it, it turns out it was just like a naive thing that uh, that he thought it'd do because like a bomb is not overwhelming force. I mean, a bomb or is a bomb. I mean, yeah, but the spider it, didn't know that this is what he needs, though. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, but it was like in his shell, mm-hmm. so like that's pretty, yeah, pretty close. I think a bomb. Oh, I think that would definitely injure the I ghost, agree. if not kill it outright. Like we don't know. He was being a dick. He was being a dick. He th- even if it wouldn't have worked, he thought he thought it would. Which I think I think is the. Uh, uh, an important thing to remember uh, to your point. Uh, it, like, just to say I agree. Like, you know, Spider thought he was like, yeah, I'll fucking kill your ghost. Even if it turned out like, or it turns out that uh, that, that wouldn't have been enough. Like, it's just kind of like, he doesn't know that. He thinks that's fine. Bye-bye, ghosty. Um, but yeah, he... <sighs> I just kind of like because what Spider represents, I don't want his character to die necessarily. I kind of want him to be out there because what what his character represents is this whole line of storytelling that has to do with like a seedy underbelly. Yeah. A little more like Wild West, Outer Rim uh, uh, part of the Destiny universe. And he's 
he's a big part of that. At least as far as we know right now, it's like him and the uh, the dude who sets up Guardian Games <laughs> betting. Oh yeah, the bookie. <laughs> yeah. Um. And it's it's just yeah. I want I want I want more. I, I like they don't have to succeed for me to get what I want, but it's just like they're they're a fun part of uh, a part of the universe that I feel like we don't really get to interact with enough we've read about it a few times like uh like what uh Cade six like couldn't mm-hmm. have had that comic without without spider true true oh i miss the bar in the reef oh yeah the empty tank oh man that was a fun because the shanks had little they were little waiters Oh yeah, the little shanks. They had the little <laughs> like the tray with the cups on it. <laughs> the little, they're like R two D two. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I wish. I wish the uh, the shank go show like looked like a shank. I feel like it kind of looks like its own thing. That's kind of like a shank, which is, can also be good. But I wish it was like actual shankity shank. Yeah. Ness. Uh, sorry, getting this back on track here. I think I think this season was good. I think, you know, the 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 three different characters and their paths that they took for like overcoming, I think had real like I really liked it because it opened up each character more for me. Like, especially uh, you know, Crow we've kind of been privy to everything that's been going on with, with him since he's become crow. We don't know everything that happened with Aldrin, but uh, we didn't like witness everything that's ever happened with Aldrin, but we, we've been like, you know, as, as players in game and as a, you know, lore enthusiast, we, we know crow has, we've seen the journey and seeing him uh, overcome his, his uh, nightmare, his, his, uh, mm-hmm. his worries about, uh, you know, him being Aldrin, uh, air quotes, even though he's not, he's not Aldrin. I will fight you on this. Yeah. Royal you. Not, not actually, <laughs> not actually you. Um, but, uh, that was, that was really, that was really meaningful. And that, that had been something that we'd been able to see over multiple seasons these last couple of years. So that was good to finally get some closure to. Then we get to Zavala and Zavala's was kind of, they told us more about something I feel like they touched upon before and it gave me a new perspective into the character that I didn't know I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was like kind of like definitely, definitely important, uh, a little different style of delivery um, and buildup than, uh, than crows, but still like still very meaningful. I think, I think, uh, learning about his wife and his son and uh in in his days before he was uh commander zavala yeah yeah he was uh, a young a, a young guardian and newly risen and then kyle's i really liked i know a lot of people say kyle's was the weakest but but eh, well at least i've seen i've seen in some in some circles of twitter which can be 
its own issues. But uh, it changed Gaul. Yeah. Her relationship with Gaul and coming to terms with what all that was. Because, I mean, like, we, in all that we've seen her, we never fucking talked about that. Yeah. She was in league with the guy who, who came in and took the traveler and killed a bunch of us. Yeah. And then it's just like two seasons, like, like she shows up after one season. And we're like, Oh yeah, let's be buddies. We challenge you to friendship. We challenge you to friendship. <laughs> like, <laughs> we challenge you to right of friendship. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and it's like we uh, we beat him in a fight. It's Mortal Kombat. But then we put in friendship at the end and give her flowers. Yes. <laughs> That's 100% what I think. Um, <laughs> what I think is going on here. So. Uh, I I dig it. Um, but we never we never even like really questioned it. We were like worried a little bit because we were like, oh, yeah, she's the empress of the cabal. But we were never like, oh, yeah, you were part of the government of the guy who came here with his entire fuck. your like basically your whole army mm-hmm. or the best parts of your army and just took over our solar system for like however like months. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it's it's ridiculous. Uh, the and we finally got to talk about her relationship with him. Uh, you know what what all happened in the time since she first got here. Uh, back on Tora Bottle, and all the different uh, all the different things that have happened. So this was this was a cool addition to her to her character too. I think the final mission. And I'll ask you what you thought about all the missions too, Lucy. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I've been talking a lot. But uh, the final mission, for me, was kind of... <sighs> Being successful and getting there too late is life. Sometimes that's life. You can do everything right. You can actually like succeed every- in everything, and then you still don't win. Yes, you can do everything right and still lose. That's just life. That's a quote mm-hmm. from Star Trek, I think. Yeah, it's Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. See, I remember. Yeah, yeah good. Nice, nice, nice catch. Um, and I, I, I kind of like that that's what happened here. I, and like we said earlier, I was, I was, I was kind of hyped to even see uh, Shadow Callus. I was kind of hoping since the guardian went through that ritual that there would be some reference to something because otherwise we just did the ritual to be buddies with our buds and we didn't actually need to. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless we were like, maybe we were helping, maybe we were more in like Eris's role. Maybe. Yeah. That ritual. And like helping, like assisting her to get them. Cause you know, I guess that's a good point. We did in Shadowkeep, we did deal with a lot of like our nightmares, like, uh, like, uh, uh, ooh, gosh, I'm gonna, cause he can't die. Tanix, the scarred. 
Um, and and just other other villains we'd we'd fought uh, on our way. Uh, some from D one, some from D two, in our in our way. That's where we first fought our our nightmare of Gaul. We had to resolve that one, our own version of him, and he was different than uh, than hers. Ooh, maybe that's why his mechanics are different. She never she never knew Gaul when he when he had light powers. True. Yeah. It could it could be yeah, like you said, it could have been the, the, like the I guess Gaul could have been a good person. Like like we've seen how Kaito and Gaul's relationship was. Mm-hmm. Gaul I wouldn't say Gaul is I mean Gaul from our perspective. From an outside perspective, Gaul is a horrible person because he came to our solar system and killed Lots and lots of guardians for power. Mm-hmm. But one of the interesting voice lines I got from farming the public event ten bajillion times is Gaul said he doesn't, the Red Legion doesn't like to like blow up solar systems unless they absolutely have to. So like he didn't want to use the Almighty to blow up our sod, but he felt like he didn't have a choice. And I'm like, uh, homie? That's still kind of messed up. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's, you know, it kind of, when you take things personally, especially from our character standpoint, like I know we're part of the Vanguard, but the Vanguard's not a military. Yeah, don't know, and, and, and you, you are not a soldier. The Guardian is not a soldier. They're just a person with light. Yeah, and you're, you're like an agent. You work with the city's government and you go on like very specific missions. I don't want to call you a contractor. Cause then I feel like we get into, uh, um, Tom Clancy shit, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we're, we work with the last city we work with, uh, it's, it's, it's resources to, uh, to protect things. And we, we, you know, that, that does involve, you know, like military sorties and fire teams and strikes and and things like that. But we're we're doing this in a uh, in a paramilitary kind of way, and um, as opposed to a a direct a direct military body. Because you know, like we we could do stuff on our own, and there's nothing they could do to stop us. Yeah. Uh, unless we're like in violation of their laws, like in their jurisdiction. So, um. So that being said, it's. It's really, it's really interesting how we've been at the forefront. We've been this resource yeah. for, yeah, f- like for the Vanguard, for the last city. But we're also a paracausal resource. It's like, wow, I mean, this will be the third time I think I've made a comic comparison the show i think after this i have to put like a dollar in the the reference jar or something lucy but it's like it's like how a lot of times in the comics the superheroes are working with the government they're not part of it like sometimes they are but like traditionally i want to say like superman is not or maybe a better example is like the avengers aren't part of the government but they'll work with the government to like help save the day that makes sense yeah um (laughs) but uh it's it's wild to me how much we've put down 
to that end. And I'm starting to wonder, I realize the last city is, is meant to be a refuge and we're kind of like, uh, like, you know, space wizards and, and super knights and, and all that stuff, uh, as, as their, as their guardians, it's not just a clever name. Um, but I wonder when, as we move into next season and like Rasputin is a, is a, is a low hanging thread, um, you know, as we get that that kind of uh, that end of season, what was it you were saying earlier about the uh, the end of season? But yeah, like I I like to view at least this season, especially this season, if we have an epilogue. I don't even know because right now, because right now everything's all wrapped up. You know, Keitel, Crow, Zavala, Levad, like everything's been dealt with. Well, dealt with. I say with air quotes because like Callus got away, mm-hmm. but. Like Era said, we did all we could to stop him. There's nothing really we can do now except just keep, just clean up the Leviathan. Give it to Kaito, maybe? Like, here you go, Kaito. Brand new ship. We don't know what the fuck to do with this. It's all clean now. Squeaky clean. We had the hazmat crews going with fi- flamethrowers and f- flamethrower it, you know. It's all clean now. No more, no more fungus. It's all clean. You can, you can take down all of Callus' statue, put your own opulent. Statues. I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff. <laughs> Who knows? That's what I'd do. That's what I'd do. Be like, here you go, Kaido. Ship. You can have it. Don't care. But yeah, I and I feel like the epilogue, if there is one, is like an after credit scene. You know, at the end of a Marvel movie where you're like, you watch it, you're like, okay, everything's done, everything's all wrapped up. And then you wait a little bit, and there's that extra that little that little extra credit scene that's like, oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. And if it ties into the ending narrative, but it also kind of grabs your attention. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Little, but yeah. We'll sneaky. Preview. We'll have to. We'll have to wait and see. I. I don't think there is going to be an epilogue because everything. Because like, if you look at like you know, season of the splicer, season of the lost, it was done and it. That's it. There wasn't anything else. So I don't. I don't think there's going to be an epilogue. But who knows? I could be proven wrong. Hmm. Respect. Respect. I feel like. I feel like there could be something, but I don't. I don't see. I think you're right. It, it, unless it's like a like a cutscene or like a message. Yeah. You just go back to the thing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I I finally heard the thing." Like, but just keep working. There's no mission. <laughs> just keep doing. Yeah. Doing. Like that's the thing. Like I don't really know what like what there could be. Like, cause like Eris said, "Oh, here's everything. We we've done everything we can. Just keep cleaning the Leviathan." And like unless it's like a a cutscene or something, I I don't I don't know. I don't think, like I said, I don't mm-hmm. think there's, I don't think that there is an epilogue at the end of this season because everything is all wrapped up in a nice little bow. So I don't really know, like, there's there's nothing really else that needs to be done. Yeah, we all got our <laughs> Reaper titles. Except me, I don't have it yet, because I need to do, like, 20 more public events and I'm so lazy. <laughs> I don't have to do. Yeah, I have to. I, uh, yeah, I, you're you're not alone. I have to go like kill things with a glaive specifically, or like a shotgun on the Leviathan. Yeah, I just need to like just. I just need to do the public events over and over and over and over, and over. And I'm so tired of doing them, but I'm just like, you know what? I'm not touching them. I'll do them later. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay to take breaks. You got, you got, you got some weeks. You got some time. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know, I. 
it still feels weird. Like it, it feels like we accomplished a lot, but it. Uh, we also did. Earlier, yeah, I felt it, like it, we it felt a little like we were spinning our wheels. Oh yeah. And so I think, I think that's something I, I want to. Uh, I I hope gets resolved in some way, even if it's like just text. It's just like, oh yeah. Here's how we're going to kick Callus's ass. Because we know where he went. Yeah. He's on. He's in the moon. <laughs> like, he's he's there. He's a, he's literally a whaler in the moon now. And he's, he's down there. Like, he might be moving through Ascended Plains or commuting in some new level of existence that he's achieved. Uh, and he's done. But yeah, we know exactly where he is. We can't just, oh, he got to the, he got to the pyramid. Better stop. <laughs> like, what? come on. <laughs> We went in there before. Is he fighting the doppelganger us? Yeah. Is evil us kicking his ass in games? In his games? Fighting all his uh all his guys? Ugh. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Is there any any final thoughts for uh for this season as we uh I like this we, season. We ran it out? I definitely yeah. like this season, you know, it was it was different. Because, you know, we got a new destination, the Leviathan, and it was cool. And, I mean, the seasonal structure, it's all right, you know? Public event, sever. Public event, sever. Public event, sever. Public event, sever. Forever. That's all right. You know, it got a little boring. I think my personal gripe with... It's not It's not with the season. It's, it's with Destiny's model as a whole. And that's mm-hmm. just you... Grind these artificial levels, power level, to do the same things you did last season, Grandmasters, or harder content, to then just have it all wiped away from the board and you have to do it again. And again. And again. And it's... I know, no one is forcing me to do Grandmasters, but that is content I like to do, and I have to jump through all these hoops to get there, and jumping through the hoops, I'm tired of jumping through the hoops. It's Mm -hmm. boring. And don't even get me started on weapon crafting. Weapon crafting is so asinine. Boring. It's boring. Like, yes, I could craft the perfect weapon when nine times out of ten, I don't really care about, I mean, having the god rule. Like, I'm, I'm good with, like, 90%. But at the same time, for those, those weapons that I'm like, the, the trace rifle, the void trace rifle, I'm like, ooh, it can roll wellspring. It can roll repulsive brace. Those are perks I like. Okay, I'ma craft it, and I crafted it, finally. Cause that's the thing, like, red weapon drops, you either get them a bunch, or you don't get them at all. I'm, I've been really unlucky, and I, like, just this week, I've only been able to craft one. Hmm. Like, I just don't get red weapon drops. And I've been doing the public event, I've been doing Sever, I have, like, my crown is maxed, I've reset my crown, so, like, I don't know, like, what, am I doing something wrong? I, the only ones I've been able to get are the ones from the crown every week. That's it. Hmm. I'm just like really unlucky. And it's really annoying because like my buddies are like, oh, look, I've crafted the glaive and this and this and this. And I'm just over here with my one trace rifle and I'm finally mm-hmm. able to craft. And I'm like, I got a trace rifle. Like I want to craft the scout because, you know, the scout can have explosive, explosive payload and rapid it, which those are good for GMs. But I can't craft it because I still need one. I'm just like, Ugh. I just cry. 
I just cry because I think five is too much, especially for every weapon. Too much. I think three is fine. Three. And like, what about the weapons that are in the dungeon? You have to get five of those that are red border. That's insane. That's yeah, ridiculous. I like, like, I feel like dungeon raid ones should be like just down to one. I think dungeon should. I think it should be lower to three. I think three is a good number. Because it's like, because you still have to get it a few times, but like five is just so, like most of my weapons I have like one or two. Or like, I think three is a good number. Like maybe, I don't know. Okay. I'm fine with it being five if they increase the drop chance. It should not be like, I don't know, five, like I'm assuming it's like five, ten percent a chance. Like Mm -hmm. if we, if it need, if it's, if it has to be five, then increase the drop chance. Because, like, it's it's frustrating to have played pretty much a lot this season and not really have a lot of the red frame weapons. Like, it took me last season until, I think, three weeks, three, two weeks into this season to have all my red borders for last season. Mm. Like, I'm just cursed, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating to, like, I want to be able to craft these weapons because, you know, they're good. But, like... The grind to get the craftable weapons is so long and tedious that by the time I'm able to craft the weapon, I don't care anymore. Yeah. And then you have to level it up. Oh my god, yeah, leveling it up is so, like, I just sit at Shirochi for hours. Mm -hmm. And hours. You know what it reminds me of? It's so boring. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, you remember the seasonal exotic, or the, uh, the expansion exotic, whatever? Yeah. How... I guess I guess they still do it in a way. You have to do the thing for Banshee, and that's a quest of using it however much for however long. And, and then, then you do you that. Get the catalyst. Then you get the masterwork thing. Yeah, you get the catalyst, and you can't even use it yet. Now you have to grind even more. Yeah. Before you can insert it. Yeah. It's it just seems like this, and like like for example, I have the the, the trace rifle, and I've been using it when I'm doing the public event and my thing's only level like two and I've I've done like almost 60 public events in total but like I did like a bunch this week and I'm like wow this is it's great I need to get to like what level 16 or something with it to like put the enhanced perks I want and it's just like bruh why it just I don't know Mm-hmm. I'm just annoyed because I had a pretty decent roll on my trace rifle and I dismantled it because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to craft it. It's fine. So now I'm annoyed. I'm perpetually annoyed. But yeah, that's basically my biggest gripe. If Bungie can fix those things, those pain points, those like weapon crafting problems, then I'm like, you know what, Bungie? You good. You good. And there's other problems too, like champions. I hate champions. Champions are stupid. They're artificial difficult. I could just do a whole episode of just just Lucy just rambling on about all of the problems that I don't like with Destiny, but that would be like a three-part episode. And it just would be me. <laughs> it just would be me just ranting, rant, 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 rant the whole time. Just and hear me in the background. Oh, hey. Yeah. You're just like, what? yeah, just, you, just, you just go, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get. But no, I'm like, it's not that I'm like mad at Bungie. I, I understand that making games is hard. It's very hard. It's really, really complicated. Like, I get that. And there is no Bungie 
and any game developers has the, I guess, disadvantage? I don't say disadvantage. They have this problem where they have their, their audience, you know, their player base. Some players like this, like, 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 like some things. Some players like other things. And they can't make both of these groups happy. It's like one or the other. It's, they have to find some weird common middle ground, which is hard. Like, with weapon crafting, some people might be like, no, weapon crafting, a weapon that you craft is supposed to be like a god roll of a god roll, so it's supposed to take time to get. Like, that makes sense. But on the other hand, if it's so tedious and tying that nobody interacts with it, then what's the point of weapon crafting? It's, it's like this weird middle ground that Bungie needs to figure out. And, yeah. And I hope, I hope Bungie, fi- I'm not saying like their seasonal model is bad, it's just the, the power progression. I think that is, I need some work, cause we've been in that, that loop. For what? Since Shadowkeep? Shadowkeep, yeah, Shadowkeep was in the artifact demo, so it's been what? Shadowkeep, well, Shadowkeep to Beyond Light, that's one. Beyond Light to Witch Queen, that's two. This is almost our third year of this artifact power grind thing. I'm, mm. I'm kinda over it. The artificial, uh, the artificial levels. I mean, the artificial, I, I don't think, I, I just, my issue is just level grinding as like a whole. Cause like, yeah, I level up to be able to do content. But like, as we've seen with like the Witch Queen campaign and stuff, players are more than happy to go in under leveled. As long as they can do it, they'll, they'll, they'll do it and get rewards. Like, I think power level shouldn't be a thing. Personally, like, if I had a bajillion dollars and Bungie, I was Bungie, like, I I could do whatever I wanted. No power level. Power level gone. You can just, I mean, but then there wouldn't, why would people want to play the game? That's the, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like, I just think power level, the way it is, is, it needs some work. Especially going the pinnacle cap, because, like, I went weeks upon weeks upon weeks of doing all of my binnacles and just not getting a chest plate or not getting boots when I needed boots. Or like my friend Jesse, they only got boots, nothing else. And they're like, hey, I, I, I'd I, like something else, please, besides boots. Mm-hmm. And like, that's that's demoralizing to be like, you know, like you said, doing everything right and just getting garbage, basically. Like there needs, like, I would be a lot more happier with the pinnacle grind, if, if there was drop protection, that minimum drop protection, like no dupes, or have some way for players to pick what they get, or not what they get, but like at least limit the slots, like armor versus weapons, because like on my other characters that aren't 1570, I need the armor, I don't need weapons, and guess what, I did all my pinnacles on my hunter and warlock, and guess what, all I got were weapons. Useless. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help me. Like, I'm like, oh, cool, a weapon. It's 1570, but guess what? All my weapons? Already 1570. I literally have no use for this. Like, I've literally just started going through my vault and just making random things 1570 because I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I've made literally... Or- I've made all of my Grandmaster's stuff and, like, weapons my characters use 1570, and I still get more 1570 stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Just swimming in upgrade modules. Pretty much. I'm just like, what do I do? Sorry for getting on a little soapbox and rambling a little bit. You're fine. 
You're fine. It's been a lot of, it's been a, those have been the thoughts a lot of people have been expressing, you know, this season especially. I think, uh, you know, you're definitely not alone. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been like, that's why this season I've kind of like, like I got to, I didn't get to plus 20, I only got to plus 15 because of, mm -hmm. because of, I mean, there's a dungeon, but I was, we were able to do the master dungeon on plus like 13. We didn't need to be plus 15. We didn't even need to be plus 20. We were like, I was like plus 12 and I, from my artifact. And I was like, you know, this is, a, I mean, I was dying. And my, my friends were probably annoyed because I kept dying. But it's not like, I didn't feel a need to be like super high power. Like next season with the reprised raid, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to have to get the plus 20 again because it's a raid. Raid seal. You know me and my seals. I collect them like candy. And like, I need that seal. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh, that means I gotta probably hoard bounties right now. I need to probably start doing bounties and hoard them. I mean, I got, I got at least four, three weeks. Yeah, four weeks, five weeks. I don't know how many weeks we've got left in this season. I don't keep track. I don't pay attention. I just do it when it happens. But basically, I don't know. I've just, I just, I've started taking like, I guess, a step back and not being so crazy, grindy, intense mm -hmm. for my, for, I guess, because like I used, like I would, I'm, I'm getting burnt out. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I went in hard for Witch Queen. Like I was, like yeah. that season, like I, I was plus twenty. Oh no, that's I was plus DLC twenty. And a season. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I was for that, I think I got to I didn't get to plus thirty. I got to like plus twenty two. Twenty-three-ish. Almost twenty-five. Mm -hmm. Because of the raid, because of the master raid. Because the master raid was plus thirty. So I got as high as I could. Everyone got as high as they could. One of my buddies, Sean, he got to plus thirty, but that's because he's insane. Hmm. <laughs> He's crazy. And like, but he did that so that the master raid would be easier for all of us. He took the sacrifice, I guess. Because like, if <laughs> one person is plus 30, that means they're going to be doing more damage. That means they're going to be like the big damage dealer of the team. Which makes sense. And they, and they can live longer too because they're, they're not as squishy. I guess not as squishy. Yeah. No, but, yeah. but yeah, so everyone got as high as they could. We went through, we did it, bam. Pretty easy. I wouldn't say easy. I mean, like, Rolk was easy. Caretaker was annoying, but we did it. Exposition, the third encounter. I hate that encounter. I don't hate it. I hate it on Master with the challenge. That sucks. Zero to ten. Because, <laughs> like... There's so many champions. Every glyph keeper is a champion, and it's poopy. It's poopy. <laughs> That's why I don't like champions, is because of, of doing the raid on Master. It's just like, because they for, because you have to run specific weapons and specific stuff. And it's just like, I just want to run what I want to run, man. 
Why you gotta force me to run stuff? That's what I don't like, because that's why I don't like champions. It's because they force you to run specific loadouts to deal with the champions, and that annoys me. A lot. I, yeah, I can... In, I, can I mean, at least that. now I have, like, a weapons... Like, I know the, it's gonna either be scout rifles, bows, pulse rifles, and cannons. That's what it normally... It's normally primaries. So I have mm -hmm. those... I have good versions of all of those for all my slots, so I'm good now. It doesn't matter. It's just annoying. Yeah. But it... I digress. Mm-hmm. No, you... Preach. Preach on. You are... Yeah, like I said, you, you, you're you expressing a lot of feelings, I think, uh, a lot of people have been having this season. You know, I think... Um, I think we can all. I think. I think one 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 place every everyone at least I talk to, seems to or follow seems to uh, seems to agree with that the story was great. Story was great. Um, yeah. The grind and some of the gameplay and some of those trials experiences not uh, not not always great. But you know what? It's a it's an evolving uh, delivery system. It's even what they're doing now is I think the like the third version of what they originally set out to do. Yeah. Like what they plan to do, so give them, give them a little bit of slack. That's all I'll say there. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, uh, just um, well, I, yeah, I know, I know, I know, you know, Lucy, but it's just like you know, uh, guys, it's it's um, it's a work, it's a iterative process. Yeah, and you're just you're just gonna tire yourself out, uh, emotionally and and mentally uh getting getting too into the weeds about it i think is a good way to put it for sure but uh but yeah you know um <clears throat> i guess quickly my my final thoughts for the season uh you know i i i got to agree with with uh with lucy here it's been it's been a great story and i you know, game gameplay gripes aside, because I I, I I largely agree with what she said, so I don't need to go say it again. Um, I at the end of the day, I understand what everyone's talking about. I also appreciate these opportunities to play other games. Yeah, that's what I view it as. I, yeah, I love Destiny, but Destiny gonna be there. Destiny gonna have something new for me to do. Just give it some time. But now I get to like, 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 dude, I've, I'll say it again. I haven't played so much Star Citizen. If you want to play Star Citizen, I will play with you. Just, just at me. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's fly those skies. Uh, those starry skies. Um, and, and this isn't, I know, I know, joke, joke, 10 year old game. You know, I was reading a thing about that the other day. So it was, uh, I was giving him shit and I was like, yeah, but like, the studio is also built from the ground up. Like, yeah, it's not... it's not like a Microsoft or yeah or whatever. Like, it's everything's built from the ground up. It's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I, I yeah, and and I don't know if I don't know if I'd feel the same way if I'd signed up ten years ago. But having signed up like ten days ago, fun. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's uh that's where I'm at there. 
All right. Um, Lucy, you got any shout outs? Any shout outs? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm always bad with the shout outs. <laughs> there are no bad shout outs. Do you got any shout outs? Um, this week, my shout outs are, and maybe she'll, she, cause I, I, I've said this before. She listens to the show to my partner, uh, Kari at, uh, at Amaranth costumes over, over on Twitter. Check out her stuff. If you guys haven't, if you're into like Ren Faire, especially, um, if you're into uh, like bodices or, or, uh, you're looking for a well-made, uh, a, a well-made bodice, uh, check out, check her out. I'm going to give her the shout out cause she's getting ready for this big, like garb fair where she's going to go put her stuff, uh, in a booth on display and sell it to people live for the first time. She's been Ooh. doing it from her store through her website for a while now, but this is like the first time she's going out and like gonna sit there and pitch and like live sell and adjust for people so it's 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 exciting and you know kind of scary at the same time right because you just don't know what don't know what to expect um and yeah so that's that's who my shout outs for is to uh to amaranth costumes and uh and great luck with the show i know you guys are gonna kill it and i will be there too to help that's great in case there's overlap, you'll be at the guard fair, love bodices, and spin foil. Man, do we have a booth for you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <sighs> uh, but yeah, that's 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 what I got. Okay. Uh, with that, everyone, it's the world is crazy, the world is chaotic, the world is stressful. Yes. Take time to be good to yourself. Stay hydrated. That is so important. Just just water. And it sounds dumb. It sounds like I'm being a dad. And when I was younger, I was like, I would have freed. Be like, I can drink. I can drink other stuff. And get my electrolytes through other means. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man. It, the amount of things, especially as I, I get older, that it turns out I just need to drink more water. Come to find out. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, just just drink drink the water. Take take care of yourself. Stay temperate. Don't be too hot or too cold. Be comfy, no matter where you are or what season you're in, all over the world right now. And yeah, man, uh, eat eat some, get some of your favorite food. That's that's some homework, some treat yourself homework. Figure it, whatever your favorite food is, get some of that this week. You just, just, you're doing it for me now. So go, please. Yeah. Help me out by going to have some of your favorite food. <laughs> That's great. I would, That's I would great. appreciate it, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, with, with that, everyone, stay safe uh, above all else. And see you next time. Bye. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, 
be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, spinfalltheory.com. The Lore Network. <laughs>